Welcome to that David show. It's draft day. Draft day, baby. Christmas is early. All right. So it's a uh, draft day. I'm your host, Kenneth Davis of that David show. Follow me at that's Davis. It's always fortunate enough to be joined by our executive producer, Ryan B. Ski. Follow him at Ryan B. Ski and Ryan B. Ski one on Instagram. Ryan, how you holding up? I'm hanging in there. It's been, uh, you know, it's been a long wait for this draft. It's been uh, how many months since we knew the Bears were the number one pick? And then they, of course, traded the picks. So, and then on top of it, how many years of Ryan Pace did we have? No first rounders. So it's been a, it's been a great draft offseason, and I'm excited to see what happens tonight. Yeah, I mean, this is always one of my favorite days of the year. Like, since I was a young kid. I would just, you wouldn't see me for the weekend until the draft was basically over. Um, I have to consume it. It's, I wish I had someone to do it with before I had my dad. Um, And I I wish I had that connection with someone in the house where it's like, yeah, you know this. Uh, Hopefully, you know, my kids come around sooner or later. Um, But it's it's a great day. It's a great day to, to be a Bears fan with the number nine pick. As you mentioned, the Bears traded the first pick in the draft to the Carolina Panthers for a second this year. They swap picks in the first, got the ninth, a move down to nine, I should say. They have a first in next year's draft and a second in the draft after that. Um, look, it's going to be a, a pretty interesting night. Um, just some of the stuff you're starting to hear coming out. And when you get around this time, you can kind of start feeling like some of those rumors are true. Because a lot of times right, right. those are the – those. It's so when you get like the few days before the draft, the day of the draft, um, you have like uh, ESPN's Mike Greenberg was here in Chicago on Waddle and Sylvie um, telling those guys he's down in Kansas City now. So the draft is commencing tonight, telling them how, um, of course, he's going to be one of the hosts for ESPN. The buzz is Jalen Carter will slip to the Bears. Um, you had a lot of mock drafts having uh, Northwestern's own Peter Skaronsky being chosen by the Bears. Um, Mr. You know, Short we'll Arms. Talk about, we'll talk about fundamental, though. Fundamentally sound. He can be a guard. Because, um, you know, you want that guard in the top ten. Um, and, you, you know, there's the guys that, you know, we'll discuss, we hope, slides down to the Bears if they have an option. And, guys, we hope the Bears don't necessarily uh, draft. And then we'll give our predictions and we'll get out of here. So uh, let's start off with, you know, the elephant in the room or the bulldog. And that's a three-technique defensive tackle from prior Georgia Bulldog, two-time national champion, Jalen Carter, who has slipped in the draft because of his off-field issues and a terrible pro day. Um, your thoughts, Ryan, on if Jalen Carter is at nine, if the teams that we've heard perhaps would select him, the Seattle Seahawks and the Detroit Lions, uh, take him off their board. Um, what do you think about Jalen Carter with all the red flags that he has becoming a Chicago Bear, Ryan? Well, first off, I get it. He's a big man, but comparing it to an elephant. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> Jalen Carter. I mean, I, I've been going back and forth. I, I really can't wait to hear your thoughts, especially on NBC Sports Chicago. You've been talking to a lot of people, doing a lot of the Bears draft coverage. The talent's there. I'm worried about the motor, and I I don't think he's having the best draft build-up season because of all the legal stuff going on with him, right? That's got to cause some distraction. He's a young man, you know? 
some people you've got to kind of go through some of those type of experiences to kind of learn and grow. And especially if kind of all your life, things have been kind of not maybe like simple and easy, but you know, a lot of people have been looking out for him and they want him to succeed and he's been a top prospect for them. So sometimes when you get that just random out of left field adversity, that's maybe what kind of gets you to grow up, mature a little. So I don't know, like he obviously fits perfectly. He fills a need. It's a really important pick, obviously. You've got to be able to get a guy that you can count on for the future. You can't just bust on this pick. It, it's, it reminds me of Kevin White with Ryan Pace. You've got to make sure you nail this pick. And part of me kind of leans more maybe like a safer route of like, let's say, offensive tackle. But I would be very intrigued if he falls at nine. I mean, that's a guy that if you feel comfortable with between the like between the ears, I wouldn't be surprised if he's taken at nine by the Bears. Um, it, this will let us know a, a decent amount about this organization's new regime. And you're um, right because top- of how many of the the local boys that they brought in, like the character matters to them. Character matters. But will they know that sometimes you got to get that 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 guy that can just flip a game? Um, it's a lot of red flags with Jalen Carter. Um, even like getting more, and I'm forgetting some of the incident that took place with the tragic accident that happened after the national championship victory. Uh, when you have him leaving the scene and coming back and giving a false statement about what took place and his involvement at the time. Um, he's young, and young kids do different do dumb things. Grown people do dumb things. Um, also, you think about the fact that he's thinking, and not just I'm 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 trying to save myself because I'm trying to I'm going to go in the draft. I may be number one in the draft. That's even more pressure on someone to make foolish mistakes, tragic foolish mistakes. Um, and of course, we know he didn't kill anyone. Um, but prayers to those families too. Those two people that were lost, a player and a staffer. Um, yeah. Jalen Carter has Madden written all over him. And what I mean by that is on Madden, I could take a player who may have issues and be like, yo, it doesn't matter because I'm going to bring on my team and I'm controlling them. So I'm not going to have to deal with that off the field BS that may be taking place with this young player. But this is real life. And you're talking about making him rich and wealth. Only thing that wealth does is intensify who you already are. So if he already can't stay in shape, if he may have motor issues, it may not be the move to do. I'm conflicted. And the worst part was I was a person that initially did not want Jalen Carter. I was Will Anderson. This is, of course, prior to the Bears trading the pick. And when perhaps a lot of us early on was hoping that the Colts would be the pick and the Bears would only move down three slots to number four and still have a chance to perhaps get Will Anderson depending on the other quarterbacks and where they went and whatever the Cardinals did if the Cardinals moved off of the number three spot. So that was part of the reason I was like, man, but then I accepted that probably Will Anderson would be gone and the Bears would take Jalen Carter at four. I said, you know what? I accepted it. We had a Herb Howard, a reporter for Mr. Biggs, was one of the first people to come on the Under Center podcast and say Jalen Carter was his guy. Um, you know, so I'll say this. If they if they draft, if Jalen Carter slips to nine and he fails, I'm not really going to blame Ryan Pace as much for it. Because that value is, yeah. Oh my goodness! I hope I don't do that tonight. Um, also, <laughs> well, make sure it, to to be fair, 
Like, that's what you would think of. If they go with Jane Carter and it's a bust, you're going to think Ryan Pace all over again. No, I'm uh, no, uh, 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 not at all. Not, I'm gonna tell you why. For instance, you brought up Kevin White. Kevin White was overdrafted. We all knew that in that draft, was it was Ridley? No, it wasn't Ridley. It was, was uh, Cleveland. What's his name? He got traded from the Raiders to the Cowboys to the Browns. What was his name? Amari Cooper. Amari Cooper. Amari Cooper. Amari Cooper. Because the reason I said really, because I knew he went to Alabama. Amari Cooper was the guy that if you were going receiver and the Bears weren't going to be high enough to get to, I think it was number three or four where Amari Cooper went to the Raiders. If you weren't going to get Amari Cooper, you shouldn't have went to get the guy who had lacked a full route tree in Kevin White. So that was, again, going drafting off of need that you didn't. You didn't have to get rid of Alshon Jeffries also. Drafting off of need and also overvaluing someone. This is a guy falling to you, giving extra value, who has the total – he has the game. It's about the motor. So, like, this is where – I can't, I can't, I can't be mad because I'd be so tempted to do it. And the Bears defense lacks a difference maker in the front four. And a difference maker at three technique, forget what Mighty was talking about his engine, it's common sense. If you are compressing the pocket and in the backfield, your edge rushes don't have to be as phenomenal as they have to be if you're not compressing the pocket from directly in front of the center and the guard. So that's where it's like, dog. They get him and he balls out. Their defensive line jumps remarkably higher from where it's at right now. Um, so that's and they haven't done anything dramatic to help the defensive line. At least they added parts to the offensive line, and we see they had enough depth to move guys around. Like if Cody's going to be a center, Tevin Jenkins going over the left, bringing in Nate Davis, figuring out what you're going to do at right tackle. We know even if. Braxton Jones, let's just say hypothetically, they take whoever they take is not a tackle at nine. Let me go with that, right? They're going to end up taking a tackle in the first with their first four picks if they don't. I mean, minus their next three picks, I should say, if they don't take one then. They they are, you know what I'm saying? Um, and we'll see sure. who that player will be. Um, but again, they have more depth on the offensive line than they have at the defensive line, and they got some guys that you're not a you're, you you feel like you could count on to a degree in a Tevin Jenkins, uh, Cody Whitehair, even though that exchange can be an issue with Cody Whitehair at center, and uh, Braxton Jones hopefully getting even improving on um, getting thrown out there last year to the Wolves, and hopefully he can anchor better when you're talking about guys with powers blowing them back. Um, so again, Jalen Carter, man, with, go ahead. And, and to your point with the defense, Jalen Carter doesn't just improve the defensive line, right? Like you're completely correct. But in theory, he's the thing that would make this defense, the whole defense really go. If he is that right. type of player Have that Tommy Harris, that's what makes everything go. Not specifically an edge rusher, not specifically a corner, not specifically a linebacker or safety. You need all these elements, but what really makes this defense go is that up-the-middle pressure. If you can get your Chris Jones, right, if you can get that guy, and that's t- kind of the type of player he is, you know what I'm saying? If you can get that difference maker, and we know that the traits that Eberflus is looking for, he looks for size and length. You know what I'm saying? So the thought, the thoughts of like, and not to say they wouldn't do it, but like a Kalaja Clancy, 
who the pit defensive tackle is three technique being just six one compared to a six three Jalen Carter being a mountain of a man. Um, he fits, but again, it's a lot. Doctor, those red flags are blinding. I know. Right? I know. Cover your eyes. You... Put on some shades. Cam, I talk about dating nowadays with people. Like everyone runs at the site. Like it's almost like at a golf course. Like you're looking for the flag. Where's the flag? Oh, that little red thing. That's oh, I'm out of here. I'm not dating this person. But this is almost the opposite. These are flags in your face, just yes. telling you, I don't know. And that's yes. why I'm going very back and forth. Yeah, and I, I have too. But again, um, I, but I, I think ultimately be- we agree. Mm-hmm. If the Bears take them. We're not going to be slamming the desk like, what a terrible pick. I understand where they're coming from. Oh, no, 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 no. Dude, I mean, it's just how – so you're really confident in your program that without, for instance, what we believe. Now, there could be veterans in that that, that on the defensive side, hopefully in the defensive line room, that could be some vets that could help this young man, but we just don't know because we're not there. Um, but out of the outside looking in, it, it doesn't seem like maybe you have that person that can wrap their arm around it. But again, this is, comes from ignorance of not knowing um, that if they think they can help this kid and steer him right with him getting a large sum of money um, and they pull it off, man, it'll, it'll say a lot about this program. Ryan Poles did say that they have a young locker room and it, this may not be the time to take someone who can affect that chemistry in a negative sense in a play. And also when you think about everything about, you know, the hits that, you know what I'm saying, acronym that's used by uh, Matt Eberflus, I mean, that that intensity and that motor, that is, I don't know. This He doesn't, yeah. like, what do you say know. if he's loafing and you have to play him because you need him out there on the hopes that it's one of the times that he's actually balling, but he's out there loafing. And what does it tell the other players on both sides of the ball that he's getting a pass because of where he was drafted and how valuable you feel like he is to this team? That can be the type of thing that can set your program back outside of his play. So uh, it it's definitely interesting. I'll say this. I think that probably – um, that's going to be taken out of the Bears' hands um, before. I, I, I mean, I, I, I know Pete I Carroll. Because, so I mean, Pete Carroll has to believe he can straighten out. I mean, we've seen Pete Carroll take whoever. He has to think that he can handle a player like Jalen Carter. And the, the thing is, does the, the Lions coach Campbell, um, does he feel, man, the Lions, either way, if the Lions approve their defensive line, it's going to be bad business. Yeah. And people keep forgetting that player from Jackson State that missed part of the season and came back and had like a sack every game after he returned and had like two against the Bears, I think, to go with Aiden Hutchinson. Um, I, mean, I mean, just think you add another young, angry defensive lineman. Oh, my. Oh, me. I oh, know. my. I know what the Lions could possibly be this year. And I know everybody's like, you know, the, 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 we had uh, Leon Rogers on from WCCI. And he said something that we always say, you know, the Lions going to lion. You know, the, the Detroit's going to be Detroit. But I, and I, you see that with, you know, uh, Jameson Williams getting hit with six games for not gambling on football, but gambling yeah. on other sports in the facility. And then they have to it's, release Quintus Cephas. Oh, yeah, not Quintus Cephas. But, um, <laughs> But it's just hey, to that Lions are gonna lie in point. 
even the Cubs won the World Series after 100 years. Like, sometimes you can just get it right, and it seems like they're kind of getting it right. Seems like they're kind of getting it right. You know what I'm saying? Like, if they go into next year and they like, and they have the the draft capital to move up and perhaps – And they got another first-round pick in this draft. Yeah, they have two first-rounders in this draft, thanks to Matthew Stafford and the Rams. Um, Again, man, it it would – I damn sure I would kind of want the Bears to get him. You see, for perhaps the Lions going with if he's there, Tyree Wilson from Texas Tech, um, which again would be something else. So another guy that's destructive on that defensive line. Um, man, it's 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 I'm 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 not afraid, but I'm concerned with some of the things that are taking place in Detroit. Um, but again, as far as Jalen Carter, if he was there. I want to go tackle to be safe. Um, but yeah, let's really quick. Who uh-huh. do you want to drop? Who do you want to drop to nine to the Bears? Whether it's realistic or like highly unlikely, but it would be amazing. Who do you want to drop? Well, that would be Will Anderson, but um, that's not likely at all to right. have the Bears would be fortunate, to be honest. The Bears would be fortunate if Tyree Wilson falls to him because that way they could still get. Some people think some people like Tyree Wilson ahead of Will Anderson, you know what I'm saying? Um, and he really fits what Matty Fu says he's like. He's 6'6, he's long, you know what I'm saying? He's a very physical young man at uh outside at at, at end. Um, I that, that would be the guy that's the like that's likely but not likely still perhaps to fall to the Bears. Um, it'll be a defender. I, I'm gonna say right now. I, well, I, that's what I'll say. Then I'll get into something else. Who, for you, who would you like to see fall to the Bears in your opinion, Ryan? I like that Tyree Wilson a lot. That would be – because, like, I'm with you. It seems almost like Will Anderson's going to drop a little, but I don't think there's any chance he drops all the way to nine. That seems impossible. So maybe a couple quarterbacks go. Maybe it pushes Tyree Wilson down a little bit, like we talked about. If Jalen Carter goes to, like, the Lions or the Seahawks, just, like, another guy getting pushed down. I'm not anti the corners. I like the corners. Um, I don't love them at the pick, but if that's the pick, I don't hate it. They do need one. Um, But I think right now, just because it seems like he's flying up draft boards, is Paris Johnson Jr. I'd like him to be there at nine, personally. He's he's, He's the tackle that I feel most comfortable with at nine um, because he's a play left. Um... Darnell Wright, I, I like Darnell Wright, but I, I mean, I would prefer to get a left and flip Braxton Jones rather than get a right and leave Braxton Jones at left as of right now. Um, so, like, that's my safe pick for the Bears is Paris Johnson. You know what I'm saying? I, like, I they, agree. They, I think that's my safe pick, too. Yeah, that they pick take the Ohio State left tackle. Um, I'm good. You know what I'm saying? You compare him, like people compare him down there on right now. First thing I say is you're talking about a guy that's playing the premium tackle position on the offensive line at left. He's seeing the best of the best, a little bit more consistent than the guy that's playing on the right side, even though we know you flip guys or whatever. Because Will Anderson, as Will Anderson said, down there right gave him his best competition down in the SEC. Um, but yeah, that's my safe pick would be Paris Johnson. Um, if I'm going with, with the Bears, I don't think they would have to wait for him to perhaps slip to them. I think the Bears may could be where the run, if they stay at nine, could be on the run on tackles starts to begin um, right mm-hmm. there. Um, what about guys that you wouldn't like the Bears to take at nine? 
I struggle a little bit with Broderick Taylor. I feel like that might be a little too high. Same with Darnell Wright, but I really do like them as prospects. Don't get me wrong. I really like them as prospects. It just might be a little too high at nine. I'm not going to – I'm really not going to be too upset if that were the case, though, because I understand the thinking. I mean, definitely any kind of, like, linebacker. I don't know if I would want them to go, like, JSN or any receiver either at nine. I don't know. Like – we talked about even Bijan Robinson. I don't love a running back at nine. That would probably be my main areas of focus that I don't really want to see. Anybody that's you? not anybody that's not in the trenches, I'm not gonna feel. I'm not really gonna be feeling. You better not go JSN. Um, like if that you I, again, you added a really good receiver. Not to say that they still shouldn't lead this draft with the receiver or two. Right. Um, particularly, right. you know, one for the, the depth, both for the depth, but one probably to be more of a guy on special teams also. Um, they definitely need a cornerback. I don't think they need to – if they – I'll put it like this. If they didn't have four good – well, three and a half, because we still got to wait for more from Kyler Gordon. But we believe Brisker can be that strong safety. If Eddie Jackson's healthy, Jalen Johnson, like they got some players to go along with right. Kyler Gordon to where I don't think you have to put a premium on getting a cornerback unless you don't see yourself signing Jalen Johnson in the near future and bringing him back. Um, but I wouldn't want them to go ahead and go Weatherspoon or Gonzalez at nine because I feel like their secondary is pretty good, even though I, they still in the first four to five picks Definitely first four probably should take a cornerback, uh, depending on how they strengthen the trenches first, though. Um, I really like how you put that, though, is I probably will be less upset than maybe you if they go outside the trenches. But I think like that's where our agreement is. I, you really got to focus on the trenches like that is by far the biggest need. There is definitely talent that you can go to at nine that fits. To me, when need and need and value kind of meet in the middle, that's what you got to be looking for, right? Yeah, um, I will say this: no, no, B. John Robinson, you're not that good yet. Even though him and Justin in the same backfield will be. Scary I know that's the only thing. Like, if Justin Fields wasn't the quarterback, I'd say no shot, B. John. But just the the type of quarterback Fields is, I don't hate it. I just running back first round. You got it. You got to be Christian McCaffrey. That's you the know, standard. Well, you have he, to be. he, but he is, he's that type of quarterback. Yeah, but, but I just don't I know. I just if don't you think you're going to produce, like you have the traits, but are you going to produce like CMC? I, it's, to me, it's not even that. It's more of you need to be close when you're taking a running back. You know, like that needs to be, like, for instance, if, like if Dallas moved up and like we all knew, like to me, Dallas is missing glue players, they have like nice specimens. But sometimes with Jerry and the problem is I think he misses the guys that can bring it all together who may not be a, a great specimen but are great football players, right? Um, but they're still closer and ready. And if you're looking at Zeke isn't been Zeke, now we insert this guy that's a generational running back. Like a team like that or, you know, the Eagles, you know what I'm saying? Like if teams like that who went to the Super Bowl last year, teams like that, it makes sense. So it's like, all right, we're going to get this guy. We're going to use him for five years, and we're probably going to move on for him because we've gotten the best years out of him. A team like the Bears who has so many holes, particularly in the trenches, going running back doesn't make as much sense. So that's kind of why to me it's like, nah, let's let's not do that. Um, I'll say this too. 
I'm just not at nine. I'll say if the Bears move back and end up taking Peter Skaronski, I'll be fine with that. At nine, I don't want the Bears to take Peter Skaronski. Um, like so I like that, that too. That's totally like agree. I'm not against. I'm, I mean, again, if he is, let's say if they move into the teens and Paris Johnson is gone, and they're looking at, for instance, like with Skaronski, look, we'll, we'll if he fails the tackle, then okay, we got a nice guard. But we view him as a guy that can play left. I'd be fine if they took him then, you know what I'm saying? Because I'm sure they collected something to fill that gap that they have where they, they're missing like 40 spaces before they draft again right. or whatever. Um, so that's kind of how I feel as far as the guys that I would not want the Bears to see. I want it to be trenches, and I want the value, as you said, like some of the other guys, Darnell Wright or with Broderick, I would like to see that if they drop it to the teens too. But if your guy's your guy, uh, we talked to uh, Jim Nagy, uh, executive um, director of the um, Senior Bowl, and he said, "If your guy's your guy, just go get your guy. You don't worry about all that right. dancing, trying to be cute." So, yeah, that, right. Especially also- if we're talking like five picks, like you're not. If Darnell Wright is better at fourteen than nine or whatever, I mean, it's not the yeah. end of the world. You get him at nine. I like being cute. Though. All right, how about the um, predictions? How about predictions, baby? What are we looking at? Um, Who the Bears going to take? And give me a surprise for the draft in general. All right. Or a prediction. I, Maybe not a surprise, but a prediction. I'm going to go with Paris Johnson. Um, and this is if Jalen Carter's gone. Let me, can I, it's got to be twofold. If Jalen Carter slips, the Bears are taking Jalen Carter. <laughs> if, he, if he's at not, they're going to have to. They got they got they damn they have to. They have to do it. They damn dog. You move off the first pick and still get a guy that you had the value of probably taking. If you don't say the like, first pick, if you don't trade, yeah, you have. So if I'll let me say my caveat: if Carter slips, he's going to the Bears. But if Carter's gone. They're going with Paris Johnson, and they're going to reunite him with his quarterback from Ohio State and Justin Fields. What about you? What is your prediction? I'm going to go, maybe not the super popular, but I don't know. I just have a feeling some of the quarterbacks aren't going to be as valued as we thought. I think it's going to be Darnell Wright at number nine, and they really like Braxton Jones at left tackle, it seems like. I think that they look at that as a perfect fit because, like you said, I think Jalen Carter will be gone. There won't be a decision there. I think Paris Johnson, unfortunately, will be gone as well. And I think the Bears are looking at a Darnell Wright potentially at number nine. All right. Make sure tonight you watch. Oh, oh hold your... on. Hold on. I need a, I need a, a just a draft prediction as well. Oh. Something outside of the Bears. Um. My draft prediction is by the time the Bears pick, I think three quarterbacks will have been drafted. Since everyone's slipping now, I think someone's going to take it. I think either the Colts, if, listen, if someone doesn't draft C.J. Stroud by four, he will be a Colt, all right? But I also think, I'm surprised at the Will Levis jump and leap now, but I- Right, he went from like, 30 to one for the first overall pick and it went down to 10 to one. Yeah. What I, but the I hell is think, that? I do think there are going to be some teams uh, like the Titans. Um, you know, you still have the uh, Raiders right there, depending on how Josh McDaniels feels. And, you know, so I know, you know, they brought in Jimmy G, but they may sit a guy for a year um, behind Jimmy G. 
Um, but you or it could just be someone that's jumping from the back that's like, yo, we like this guy. But I think by nine. Um, but you know, I'll say this. I I know I'll say just two because I'll if, if the, the problem is everyone knows the Bears is not take are not taking a quarterback, but that could also be in play where someone comes up and makes a deal with the Bears to move so the Bears move back so that they can get the quarterback that they desire or whatever. But I do think like definitely the CJ Stroud will not be on the board when the bear and that's not the craziest prediction. Let me say that too. I'm not trying to say, but that's my prediction. I'm sorry it's not uh just flame. But um no, that's okay. That's okay. I like what it. about you? I think two things that come to mind, I think, and I don't even know if I can fully flush out the first one. I think there's going to be a surprise team that trades up into the top five, Mm. whether to get a quarterback, whether to maybe get Will Anderson or something like that. I think there's going to be a surprise team that jumps up into the top five that we didn't see coming, maybe all the way from the teens or something like that. In my other prediction, I think JSN is going to go in the top seven. I think somebody's going to be so intrigued that they're going to take a chance on the receiver. Now that's a prediction. Now that's a prediction right there. That that man that man right there, <laughs> he brought some fire right there. Fire flame starter right there. I think someone's going to try to equate him to like uh, Jalen Waddle or something like that, and say, "Boy, if we add this slot guy to what we got, we got this offense rolling." And I think someone's going to take the chance. All right, listen. You can catch me tonight. On the digital side of NBC, we will do the entire draft first round. Me, Alex Shapiro, Josh Schrock. Uh, you have the host of the pre and post for the draft. Lawrence Holmes will join us, Leah Rahimi, um, probably Alex Brown. So you, make sure you tune in for the pre-show with Alex Brown, with Lawrence Holmes and Alex Brown, and they're going to do the post-show afterwards. We have the Sox on tonight on the main channel, linear channel. Really Go quick, ahead. digital is YouTube channel? Or is YouTube, there Facebook. Link? YouTube, Facebook, okay. wherever the digital side. Because uh, I'm going to be, be at there. the Bellagio Garden, so I need some audio. So I'm going to have to be listening to you. Yeah, so check that out tonight. Um, we will be carrying you throughout the draft, uh, talking about every prediction from every team in the first round, particularly the Bears uh, selection at number nine or wherever, if they move down, um, wherever they're going to select. Uh, Ryan and myself. Oh, I doubt it. Ryan and myself <laughs> always – appreciate it listen man enjoy this draft enjoy this draft weekend uh, we will be back to tell you our thoughts uh we'll probably maybe drop it on monday our thoughts of the draft we'll do our draft wrap here at that's davis show uh please subscribe 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 we will be back to putting out content and get back on our dean when it comes to what we're doing over here um it's about that time to crank this up um even even higher than we had in the past but just for taking your time out of your day we always appreciate you doing that and uh please be safe